Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. My name is Donnie Reese, and tonight, me and my co-hosts, Rebecca and Garrett, we talk episode 132 here in the Nintendo Shack, featuring all the latest buzz surrounding EA and their big Switch announcement, as well as Switch's big month of May ahead of time. But before we do, allow us to express thanks to those that keep the boat afloat over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you, Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh, Bonesaw Borboni, Coach Mo, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calicote, Michael Masick, Zach Bradshaw, and Nick Fahaber. If uh, I was thinking the other day, like, what what do we do if we get like ten more patrons? Like right now, we're at a very like mm-hmm. digestible amount of patrons. But if we get ten, twenty, like we can't possibly read all those names before we start every show, right? Like it's going to take. Sure, we could. So take like five minutes. <laughs> just we, we can rotate each other out too. You know, ah, mm. you just say a name. Mm-hmm. So before You're we get into the news, let's start each and every week here in the Nintendo Shack like we do, talking about what we're up to, what we've been playing, and let me start by saying I haven't played anything. I'm not playing anything on my Switch at all. You guys might remember from last week's story time with Donnie, that Donnie was having SD card issues. Um, I am unhappy to report that that SD card apparently just died. It's just like a slow, oh. slow death. So oh, I, uh, I did everything that you guys said, right? I could mm-hmm. download the game and everything. So... I went to play it the next day. I actually got excited. I woke up. All of my games had downloaded. They actually mm-hmm. installed. I didn't have the errors. I was like, oh, it worked. Great. Start game. <laughs> Data is corrupted. Wow. Not, it's like it started all over again. I was like, not again. Mm-hmm. So I start doing some Reddit stuff, you know, diving into the, the mm-hmm. weeds as you do. And uh, somebody was like, well, if you reinitialize the console with the card in it, that will fix the problem. Like the problem is like you have, you know, corrupt eShop data. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. So I go diving through my my card and I look at everything, you know, not, I did not do it like I should have. I should have been very protective of it and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, mostly everything is, you know, cloud and everything like that. And I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. So I initialize it, wipe the entire console and the card mm-hmm. and everything, try to put the card in. It didn't even register that there was a card. Wow. I took it to my PC and I was like, okay, I'm gonna reformat it on a on a computer, like the right way. Put it in, hit the reformat button, chose the full reformat too, not the quick. I'm gonna reformat the whole thing. It took five hours to tell me that it could not be reformatted. And then oh, from man. that point on, if I insert it into any device, I've tried a camera. I've tried a phone, I've tried a tablet, I've tried the Switch, I've tried my Pixelbook. Any device that I insert that card into, it doesn't even register that the device even exists. It's just gone. So did you gone. get to the bottom of why this happened? Like, did a game fry it or what nope. happened? Nope, but I have read from people that had my exact code, which I don't remember. Should have wrote it down for the show. Um, but my exact code, some people said that Nintendo had them send in their consoles. There is no, like, error log on the books as to what it is. It's just an error code. Have you tried another SD card since all of this? So I bought another card. I was like, well, 
I'm just screwed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get a new card, and it hasn't arrived yet. And that is why I haven't played anything at all, because I don't want to play anything until I install everything and make sure everything's working again. I would at least try to install one game, not I have, all your games. I have right. a few games installed on the internal memory, okay. which brings me to the saddest part of this news. I told Kyle to make sure he was paying attention tonight to, to find out that apparently um, what I didn't realize, what I didn't check for, was my Splatoon save data was on the light. Oh. And it's all gone. Oh. When I wiped the console, I was under the impression in my head that my Splatoon data was on my wife's switch. No, the oh. home switch. Because that's where I typically play. That's a bummer. It wasn't until I re-downloaded the game and tried to boot it up that I realized when I went to go transfer the save, oh no, Donnie had transferred it. I don't know, weeks ago when I was playing Splatoon. You remember there was like that brief period of time I started playing mm-hmm. Splatoon 2? And that's what happened. I, I just wiped it and it's gone and it's gone forever. That so yes. that puts me in a real predicament because now I don't even know if I want to play the Splatfest because I'm going to have to grind for like 10 hours just to get yeah. some decent gear. At least 10 hours, right? At least 10. It's, a, it's at least a 10 hour problem at the very least. If I Depends want. on what you use, but yeah. I mean, you could be decent with, like, the basic gear. And the good news is they'll probably match you with other, like, level it's not one. As f- oh, my God. I know. <laughs> You'll just be matched with us, though, if you want to play with us. I, I thought, I even thought I had, like, a workaround. I was like, you know what? I saved my character to my Amiibo card. You know, and my little Splatoon card. I didn't even know those it existed. It won't work, will it? Nope. No. It'll oh. actually, sh- it'll show me the character. It'll pop up in the box with the gear and everything oh. and can't use it. Can't, yep. Yeah. And I was like, That's well, this, exactly this, and Splatoon 2, worthless. Thanks a lot. The reason why it makes hmm. me so mad that they don't have cloud saves for that game. Cloud People saves. are already yeah. cheating in the game. Who cares? Worthless amiibo support. Just what point does that? Mm-hmm. I thought that was the whole point of the amiibo thing is to save your loadout. And you could take it to your friend's console and play or something like that. But nope, not if you don't have an unlock the gear. You can't play with it. Not even momentarily. It, you know what? It would have at least sufficed if I could have like momentarily played with it until I turned the game off and then I got to scan it again. That would that have been better sense. than mm-hmm. not at all. Yeah. Like this is about as worse <laughs> as this situation could get. Um, so I don't even know if I'm going to be repping Team Ketchup, being 100% honest. That doesn't mean I won't stream with you guys. I might sit and hang out with you. Play Mario Maker or something. So bomber. you haven't tried another SD card. You should probably put in like a cheap one, a small one in there just to make sure it's not your yeah, I know. Them I know. Before you put in your really expensive one. Just I know, but, I'm, but I'm scared. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I'm dude. so scared. Just put in a big one because you would rather have that happen than have your, you know, your big mm-hmm. one. I messed yeah. with this thing for so long. For like three days, it got to actually a. Uh, you know, Bobby, friend of the show, he reached out to us and yeah. reached out to me on Twitter. And he's like, dude, what happened? Tell me about it. And I was telling him about it. And he was like, I'm really sorry that this happened. I was like, to be honest with you, I've messed with it for so long that now I'm just going to stop and I'm just not going to play it. I'm just going to forget about it for a little bit. Mm. Just like push the push. the. You ever have a problem? You're like, mm, I'm not dealing like, with that right now. Gone. <laughs> Life's good. I'm going to go live this good life until I have. Yeah, that's kind of where I was. Sorry that happened. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, so anyway, it'll make the show shorter. I won't go on and on and on for 20 <laughs> minutes about what I've been playing. Um, I have been playing Shantae. I booted it back up because cool. now that I'm not playing the Switch, pulled out my iPad again. I was like, well, let's get back mm-hmm. to these games. And then I, I did watch Indie Game the Movie 
Life After, um, which is a documentary about indie from? games. It's a sequel to the indie game, the movie that came out in 2013, oh. which yeah. I loved. Love that that movie. This one's not as good. And um, okay. the only really good part, there were like two good parts that I was really into, and it was um, the follow-up with Phil Fish and the follow-up on Super Meat Boy. And now you get to see Super Meat Boy. You, if you, did you watch the original one? Yes. Okay, so the I original did, yeah, one, yeah. you get to see the Super Meat Boys, like they're working yeah. out of like a trailer. And, like they're all living together and everything. Now they both rough. have like huge houses, beautiful <laughs> cars. They're so well off. Dude has a Tesla. Like, yeah, like now they're, you know, so it was nice seeing that. And he actually went into a really cool little tangent about uh, what it's like to be a game developer and like just the crazy things that some evil, awful fans do to people like them. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so that, that was nice to see. And then the Phil Fish thing, which is uh, weird. I'd forgotten all about it, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And watching it kind of took me. Do you remember like? Yeah. We were supposed no. to have Fez too. Like it was announced and everything. Yeah. And then because he said some dumb comments and people got mad at him, he just quit. Yeah, he was just done. He, he was just like, I'm quit. done with this Like Twitter, industry. he was like, I'm done. Like this yeah. is done. The studio's done. All these people that had jobs for me are fired. Like he wow. just quit. And he, I really and he stayed Fez there. Too. He stayed yeah. quit. I'm not familiar with whatever you're talking about. You should so check Phil, it out. Yeah, Phil Fish is uh, in charge of a game called Fez. Um, it's a small indie game, but I think a lot of people have really like enjoyed it. It's a last gen game. It's a last gen um, game. It was with Games with Gold. It's on Switch too. Oh, it was like um, indie. It was uh, live arcade. It was like one of those yeah. games. Yeah, um, yeah. Rebecca, you should watch the documentary, the first yes. one, called Indie Game the Movie, and it's about it follows several people as they make indie games, and you just hmm. learn the stories of them developing. One being the original Super Meat Boy, Fez, mm-hmm. and The Witness. I think so. Yeah, the witness. I, I, so. I forgot what he made before that. Actually, it's yeah. not the witness. It's it's what he made before that. It was Braid. Braid. That's it. Yes. Yeah, it was Braid. Yeah. But yeah. the second one's not as good. And the, you know, the, another reason that I don't like the second one as much is it kind of felt like like a YouTube video. Um, no. None of the stories are like longer than like eight nine minutes, and it's kind of like seven of them put together. I wish they did different stories then and, instead of follow up. There's a couple. There's a couple new ones, and okay. they just don't hit for with me. As games, as much as those, I'm not familiar things. with any of those games, really. So I don't. Hmm. I mean, I'm interested okay. in like the story of like how, how that's made I just like the story is the story's worth it. Like the movie okay. itself is worth it. I think it's on Amazon Prime. If you have, I'll it. I think it it's free. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely worth it. Um, and the games are worth it too. If you've never played Braid or Fez, I, I I've said this a bunch. I don't want to go on too long about it. I was always really really shocked and surprised. That we didn't get a 3DS version of Fez. I thought yeah, Fez that would have been 3D excellent. would have been real nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I really like Fez. It's one of my favorites. So yeah. uh, anyway, that's it, guys. Um, I'm Sorry not playing Switch. Card. It's broken. <sighs> and um, <laughs> and you're right. I should put I should put in another another card and don't just download and try to play something me. to it. But see, that's the thing. It's like you I honestly don't want to because I'm scared. You do want to do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared You'll that I'm going to send my Switch back. Like, what if better it's to, better to find that out than fry another SD card? I know. I did get a yeah. good deal on a 512 gigabyte SanDisk card for mm-hmm. 70 bucks. Okay, but you don't want to put that in your uh, Switch and then have it be fried. I know. Yep. I know. I'll do it. I promise <laughs> I'll do it. So, Rebecca, tell me about what you're doing. 
I finished up Gree, which I talked quite a bit about that last time, so I won't go too much into it um, now. But um, just to make a long story short, um, I'm not a huge fan of like the genre of platforming, but I love the storytelling aspect of it. Mm Um, I found out after the fact um, that there's a cutscene that if you collect all the mementos, that you get like an extra cutscene of like her childhood or something, which I oh. did collect all the mementos. I kind of want to go back. I'll either go back and collect them just to see it, or maybe I'll look it up on YouTube. Yeah, you don't, don't want to fry that, Donnie. No, no, that's that's the cheap SD card he's got oh, to put is. in. Oh, he's yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Um. But the whole storytelling was beautiful. The The art was cool. beautiful. Um, just a beautiful story. I mean, I, I've been really stressed these past couple of weeks. So it was a really <laughs> chill game just to like go through the motions. There was nothing hard. All of the puzzles cool. were easy. Um, for anyone who's looking for like a short, chill game, that's yeah. like beautiful storytelling, beautiful visuals. I really recommend Grey. That's, that's good to hear. Um, so I finished that. Um, I started Golf Story. <laughs> Which cool. I've only played it a couple of times so far. Yeah. Donnie might have a couple of things to say about my golf skills. Oh, <laughs> really? Skills. Oh, my lack of golf skills. Dang. Okay. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, I don't know anything about golf. My my knowledge of golf is like very working knowledge. I know, like you hit the ball and try to get it into the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, I know basic terms like birdie and eagle and whatnot. Um, but apparently I was playing wrong because the second time I was streaming, Donnie comes in and starts like coaching me. Which oh, no, don't do that, Donnie. Character in the game, I called her. It's part of like, the story. Like on the phone. <laughs> My part of the story that the coach in the game doesn't want to coach you. Yeah. So luckily I have Donnie who called me during my stream to teach me all the pointers, which he's speaking a different language while he's mm-hmm. teaching me. It's like not English at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I appreciated it nonetheless. Did um, you? I learned, about, I, I learned <laughs> about backspin. I learned about precision mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot. <laughs> See, she can learn all this by the game. I nope. think that's why I called. So Golf Story um, doesn't really tell you a whole lot about it, the advanced controls. I remember I was playing with Jason, and we were pretty deep into the game at this point. We were already on like four or five different courses at this point. And uh, I went to pause the game, and I saw like advanced controls menu. And I was like, oh, snap. You can spin the ball and all the stuff I've been looking for the whole time. We had played two or three tournaments without it. Um, (laughs) So it doesn't really tell you about how to spin the ball too much. Uh, It does tell you how to do the precision mode. And uh, mm-hmm. and the power mode, it does war- walk you through that. But in terms of playing spin the ball, shaping the ball, and things like that, it doesn't. I don't think I remember that either. It was really was difficult. And I, I do realize it is really difficult to somebody who doesn't know. It can sound <laughs> like a foreign all. language. But I was I was telling her, I was like, you got to hit backspin. And then she hit a three wood. She's like, why didn't it spin backwards? I'm like, well, three wood's never going to spin backwards. You got to hit a wedge. She's like, what's a wedge? It's like, like a lower club. She's like, there's numbers? Yeah. I'm like, what is even you know- happening? <laughs> The wedge goes underneath. After you left, I hit it into the tar and didn't know what to do. <laughs> oh, goodness. So uh, I'm really happy that you – and because, you know, here's the thing. When I was on the phone with her, I'm mm-hmm. trying to explain it to her. She's like, this is the part that I had, I had a lot of fun with. She goes, this is really difficult. I don't understand why it's like this. And I go, this is literally how every golf game plays, all of it. Like Mario <laughs> yeah. Golf, Tiger Woods Golf, golf they all play – 
just like this. Because I was like, you got to check the wind. And there was a putt, right? There was a putt where mm-hmm. it There's said you got to hit it 15. There's wind too, yeah. I didn't know there were slopes. Like, Slope. There was a hurdle she, on the She hit a 15-foot putt with 15 foot of power into an uphill and she was wondering why it only went halfway. And we're like, like, you're putting uphill. She's like, there's a hill? (laughs) We're like, oh no. I don't know. Have you never played Wii Golf? Is that- I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. (laughs) Because it doesn't sound like it. The wind slope. Like Like, all of these things are in that game. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) I was told that it was golf with like a funny story. It is. And, like, I hit the ball, like, okay, I was doing pretty well. Like I didn't fail anything. Oh, that was, was yeah. That... <laughs> and you were making fun of me. I said, I'm just going to hit the ball as hard as I can and hope for the best. But that works. It worked for she me. She didn't say hit the ball. She said, I'm just going to, that's, that's the, that's what she said moment. She had the best. That's what she said moment. She goes, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to hit it as hard as I can and hope for the best. And I was like, well, there we go. You're Good welcome. Luck. Rebecca stream. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet that was all things out. considered it went okay i'm you know still in the beginning of the story the writing is funny i like the writing yeah. funny extremely story. funny characters seem pretty funny how um, far did you I'm not far at all okay. like i got to mm-hmm. the first little area with the i forget what it's called but like the first new area that i go to mm-hmm. where i'm trying to um i don't remember which one's which uh, I, I went to like go to the competition and they're saying, wait, like, it's like they talk in really old timey. Like, Oh, it's the old club, the old people's club. Mm. Is that the second Maybe. one? Maybe. No, I don't I, remember. I, I, like, I forget. Seek times. Like they talk like cavemen. Okay. Oh, oh that's yes. right. Yeah. 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 That, you're right. You yeah. said the tar pit. Yeah. That's the one where you got to like hit it into the alligators and stuff. Oh, right? And then I got to a yeah. really good course where the holes were like the size of the Grand Canyon and I was able to get a hole in one every time. There we I go. remember that too. Yeah. I felt really good about myself after that <laughs> She's one. like, see, who needs any of this? <laughs> so I'm basically a golf pro. There you go. It was like a happy Gilmore moment. She's like, you know, I just, just hit it into the hole in one shot. Just, it's easier that way. Why <laughs> like, there you go. You're confusing me. I will be streaming that um, for... Or until I beat it, I guess. So cool. lots more golf stories to come. Stay tuned. I'm about to get my PGA tour certificate or whatever. I don't know. Speaking mm-hmm. of that, um, I didn't put it on the notes, but the, there's a game PGA tour 2k 21. That mm-hmm. is from, uh, was it HB games, which is a Canadian studio. These are yeah. the folks that make the golf club, which is a, like an indie-ish golf game. Indie is not the right word. Cause it's like a realistic golf game, but it's been an indie type game, smaller game on Xbox and PlayStation for the last three or four years. Oh, cool. Um, This week, they just announced that the golf club is gone, and they are now being rebranded and called PGA Tour 2K21. So they've got, like, the the license and everything. It's a big deal. Yeah. One thing I did not notice when I was watching it, because, to be honest with you, I'm probably going to play it on Xbox anyway, um, Mm -hmm. but in the final, like, thing, it lists Switch as a platform. Mm. I was like, oh, snap. (laughs) I didn't even, nice. I did not even realize. So uh, that's something to look forward to a year from now. Well, apparently we'll have more golf on the way. So I wonder right. if we'll have that or Mario golf first, but I'm definitely going to get it. Um, it's even on Xbox, which is not in 4k. It's not in HDR or anything like that, but it is a good looking game and it's only like six gigs. So uh-huh. I think it can make the jump to switch. Well, yeah, now, if it looks real bad, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm probably going to get it regardless, but if it looks real bad, I won't want to play it there. Um, yeah. But if it looks good enough, this is a situation where I could be like Garrett. I could buy multiple copies. I could get it on Switch, 
and get it on Xbox or PC, especially if it has like cross save. Cross saves. That would be that would be huge. I might yeah. do that um, because like the moment they announced it, I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> like, do you yeah. have any idea if they had the golf club on Switch? How much I probably would have played of that already. Yeah, probably a lot. <laughs> Crazy. <sighs> but that's all for me. Cool. Okay. Uh, so what I've been playing, I actually got done with Mario plus rabbits DLC. So I, yeah, I already talked a lot about that for the past three weeks or whatever. Um, the boss there is so much easier than the base game boss. So I, I think the DLC should have been more of a second game than anything. Cause I love donkey Kong. I already explained that last week. So it was good that I went through it. Um, so yeah, I guess I could talk more about my journey through, Ocarina of Time. Ooh. Yes. Um, I made some progress. Uh, I actually have something on Twitter. Um, that I'm doing like this kind of like update as I go progress thread. Um, I pinned it to my profile. So you want to see where I'm at? That's where I'm at right now. Um, I basically, by the time yesterday, um, I got the two other stones, the, the Sapphire Stone and the Ruby Stone thing. Yeah. What see, do you think of... Um- the uh that that third temple inside jabu jabu's belly what did you think of that one there was a third temple in in jabu jabu well, i That's went through the, the whole sapphire yeah i i got i yeah, went through that that one oh I, it was okay i guess I it was a little was the one that i did not like it was rough because like i didn't know what to do at some points i'm like wait how do i get to this other door oh spun i have around to pick in there yeah mm-hmm. I, I get spun around a lot literally then... everything looks the same because it's all like that 3D like I don't yeah. know kaleidoscope Pink kaleidoscope and, thing happening on the walls. Yeah, difficulty spike at, at that point in the game. Yeah, and the mid boss was a pain in the butt. I remember that as well. Um, I was like almost dying because it was circle. Yeah, you have to go around in a circle as this big fish thing, and you then some and hit him in the butt. Yep, oh, yeah. pretty much with a boomerang. Yep. Um, but went through that. Um, I think it's. I think it's pretty easy with a 3DS too because mm-hmm. the touchscreen and the items it, it it works out really well. Easier dual yeah, screen yeah. gaming with Zelda dual man, I love it. Best, yeah. Um, I don't know why I had to pick up. Uh, I, I forgot her name. What is it? Pr- Princess was Ruto. Ruto. That's it. Yeah. I was like, okay, I guess I got to pick up this little girl and just go yeah, around wife. everywhere. That that's my waifu now. Yeah, we're engaged now. <laughs> that's amazing. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> Um, so yeah, went through that dungeon. Um, yeah, it was rough, but it was okay. Um, then yes, I've gotten the master stored. I've went through time. I'm seven years later now. And I'm like, oh, all of this just happened in like five minutes right after I went through the dungeon. Cool. And that's where I'm, I'm at right now. Cool. Um, so making good uh, progress. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I'm liking it so far. I think uh, the story's pretty good. Uh, I can tell it's a little outlandish. Like uh, the characters are so wacky. Um, the dialogue's kind of off to me too. But I don't know. It's it, it seems like it's it's going on a good path for me with with the story. Um, all right, let me ask you guys. It's almost a question. 25 years old, man. Like, I know that's why you're I'm playing it way crazy. out of time. Is like, I'm, that too. Not every day that someone is playing Ocarina of Time for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's more than that. Like what's more than 20 years, right? 20 it's, I was going to 1998. Right? I think it's 22. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm always so interested when someone's playing a game like that for the first time to hear, does it still hold up today? What are their thoughts compared to like the people who played it when it came mm-hmm. 
Yeah. What were you gonna ask? It's gonna be hard, like from Breath of the Wild to. Yeah. 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 No, it, it's it's kind of crazy. Um, did you guys know that Sheik was Zelda? Mm-hmm. Like when you just saw her, mm-hmm. like coming out of yep. through time. I don't remember. I was so young when I played it. I don't remember. Okay. If I knew that or not. Like if okay. I knew that before the reveal, yeah, I, I don't remember it. I was too young to to really remember if I knew that or not. Because when I saw her, I'm like, oh, hey, hey Zelda, how's it going? <laughs> like, yeah, that's something that I feel like is, I don't know. But did it, you know that before you played the game? I did. Yeah, that, that's the thing, too. It's because it's Super Smash Bros. And, but, like, just looking at her face, too, I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like, you, you, you stole, I mean, like, they took Zelda with the Sheik, uh, Sheik tribe, and, you know, she probably grew up like that, right? Yep. So I'm like, it's kind of obvious. Impa. Uh, so, yeah, no. I honestly don't remember if I knew. Yeah. Dude, that moment that you were speaking of where you come out and everything is just destroyed and you have that whole cutscene and everything, you're locked over this age. That moment blew my mind when I played oh, the yeah. game for the first time. I was like, what? Look at this. Oh, like, yeah. And then it's a huge twist. What you'll love uh, later, especially if you get into any of the collecting, is how much you'll have to go back and go back to being a boy and going back to being an adult and going back to being a boy, going back to being an adult. That's what I was going to ask too, because I didn't know if I was going. Uh, it, it, it seemed obvious. I'm like, okay, I can't. Go to certain things yep. and like use certain gear. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to go back yet. Like I think it stops you from going back. I think you have to do like a dungeon or two before okay. you go back. Yeah. But did you learn a Pona song yet? Yes, I did. You did. Okay. I don't think it stops yeah. you. Yeah, I think it does until you do the first dungeon. Really? I think Sheik stands in front of the um the master. Oh, servant. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. You jog yeah. my memory. Yeah. Before she um she lets you go back. Yeah, but some of the um. Some of the collectathon stuff that you'll get, some of like if you go for any extra heart containers or yeah. like really like any secrets, sometimes you'll you'll find secrets that you mm-hmm. just can't do until you're a boy or until you're an adult, or you may need to plant, you know, like one of mm-hmm. the little flower trees, um, mm-hmm. you know, when you're a, a boy and then come back as an adult. So yeah, you think about how like how time changes things, mm-hmm. like the planting. Mm-hmm. That mechanic that sounds- blew my mind when I was like twelve. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds like Link to the Past to me, right? Kind it's of. like going, switching between yeah. worlds and like, you know, is doing like different things with the same area. But cool. Yeah, I'm trying to find an item in Kakariko Village apparently. So I'm just looking around now. Um, that's oh, what, I know. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're looking. Yeah. So, uh, but it's good so far. It really holds up on the 3DS. I think they did yeah. a good job with, um, when I was looking at actually older footage with Ocarina of Time, I'm like, dang, they really did clean it up yep with the 3ds i'm sort of glad that they did <laughs> a whole lot but they added little quality of life things like the item changing will save you from a lot of annoyance later mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. a lot of little things like that it's also yeah. like it is smoother you know it's, it's the not as edgy yeah. yeah they got a little bit more i think they added like a little bit more like shrubbery and things around like fences yeah. and things like that just make it's it look clear yeah it's a little more modern yeah yep um, but no, I'm, I'm having a blast so far. There we go. Link to the past. Let's go. Um, I was able to download right. some stuff to the cart and start it. No error. Good. So good. Um, I am thinking what is my next Nintendo, Nintendo game to play, um, or switch game to play before Xenoblade Chronicles. Cause I'll be kind of obsessed with that. I think it looks so good. Um, so I, I'm thinking maybe Kunai cause I do have it. Do love um, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably get into that, see how that goes. And then I think I need to go back to Astral Chain because I was in the middle of it Why and I need to finish it. it. 
because I because Sean Capri told you because Sean Capri no, no, stops. No no. <laughs> no, no, Sean always stops too. But I stop in the middle of games and I just don't finish because. So I played this game when I was actually doing an international trip to Europe last year in the fall, and that's all I played during an airplane ride. So I have a good, I don't know, twenty hours in there so far, and it's like. And then when I came back, it's like I'm not going to play this for a while, and then I never yeah, went back. That's to what it, happens. So. You get away from it. Yeah, I'm, I feel um, like I'm on the outs with that game. I really love that game. You know, I said that mm-hmm. on, on the show. And we have it. I mean, I think it's one of, I think it's one of Platinum's best games. You know, yeah. All things considered, I really, really love it, and and that jogs my memory. One thing that I was thinking about last week when we were talking about the big upcoming fall game, none of us said Bayonetta. Yeah. <laughs> that oh could be. man, I was like, it there's a huge Bayonetta game out there. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that could be one. Mm-hmm. You have a single thing about it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But that's pretty much it for me. Okay. Yeah. So let's hop over into the news this week in Nintendo, and let's kick off with the rumor that is uh, making the rounds. Think pretty much everywhere in Nintendo Land. EA held their Q4 financials meeting uh, this week, and they announced that there will be planning to deliver more or planning to deliver more for Nintendo fans with multiple EA games set to launch this year. That's a quote. Let's go. Released on Switch. We already know that Burnout Remastered is one of the EA games Mm -hmm. publishing on Switch. There's also that listing for the original Unravel uh, to hit Switch, Mm -hmm. at least in Brazil. So could could that be what they're talking about? Is that it? Is it Burnout and Unravel? Or are there more? Um, it's worth noting that there was a mention of an HD remake title in the works for EA. Yeah. And uh, I saw Gamatsu and I want to say Eurogamer. Possibly. I'm not exactly sure which one. I want to say Eurogamer. They said that it is um, Mass oh, Effect trilogy. Mass Effect. And yeah, it will that- come to Switch later <laughs> after it'll come to Switch post-release. Mm-hmm. So it'll come out on other consoles and then switch afterwards. Yeah. That would happen because I just bought Mass Effect Trilogy on oh. PS3. That would happen. Oh, my god! I wanted that to happen for Metroid Prime Trilogy. So, of course, it would happen for this one. So, uh, I just put in here, what, what do you guys, I have some thoughts. What do you guys think? What are you hoping for? What do you think? Do you have big expectations, little expectations? I mean, it's nice to see. I think that EA isn't. You know, hasn't really historically big been a big supporter of Nintendo consoles, so it does surprise me a little bit. But I feel like it was one of those things that was going to happen sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have like huge expectations. I don't think that they would put you know every single big thing they've ever published on the Switch. But I do see little things like you know Unravel or you know whatever coming. Yeah, at some point. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge EA person. I haven't played Mass Effect either or, or Dragon Age either, but uh, I played Dragon Age Origins, which was pretty good. Um, I would love to see Mass Effect HD um, remastered on Switch. I would like to also see them remastered on Xbox and uh, PS4 as well. Like, I would love to see a, a nice, like silky 4K. I'm like, I, I would be totally down for that. Um but other than that, maybe, you know, they own Star Wars. I would love to see um, some form of Star Wars games in there. I know there's older Star Wars games already on the, on the Switch, but I don't know. Jedi Fallen Order, is that like a, is that far flung? Yeah, that seems too far flung. That's not That's what Donnie's I don't know. Said. I mean, Witcher, right? You showed me a yep. screenshot of Witcher where it had like this green pixel blocks up the brick side of the wall. You were just like, Isn't it beautiful? It looked like hey, Lego Witcher is what it looked like. <laughs> Only got to be playable, right? Yeah, that's, that's all right. Has to I be. guess they could put it on there. It might run mm-hmm. at five frames a second, <laughs> but it could so happen. Mad, though, it's like 
And anytime that this happens is that it always comes to the switch later. Like yep. forget the yeah. ports, but like the remasters. Well, I Why think later because it's a port, even it's yeah, a remaster. It is a they, port. Then they um, wonder why it doesn't sell as well on the Switch. And then I know this is a conversation mm-hmm. that everyone's had a billion times, but That's like. okay. We can have it again. It makes, you know, they it makes sense. Why. I remember the last time we had this with EA. I went on a Nintendo Dad show. I went on a Nintendo Dad's Discord. Mm-hmm. I got into a heated argument with one of their Discord members because they were just like, nope, EA sucks. They're lazy. And I'm like, well, it doesn't. There's a lot of financial reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. The reason this happens because by Caro. Um, sleep white. Bye, Carol. Um, the Switch is so much different than all of the other consoles. Like the consoles are mm-hmm. x86 architecture; they're basically PCs. So while yes, every system needs adjusting, you know, separately. Um, basically, you can develop the game for PC and then quickly port it to other consoles. Except for the Switch, completely different architecture, completely different mm-hmm. throughput, completely different everything. It's completely different. So they then have to give it, they either have to do it themselves, which I'm going to let you know a secret. Nobody is going to do that because they have no experience. Mm-hmm. Or what are they going to do? They're going to pay somebody like Saber yeah. or Panic Button to port it. And you can't let them port it until you have the game ready. Yeah. So that's why it comes later. Yeah, because yeah, they don't work on it simultaneously. That wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. They want to finish yeah. the remaster and then hand it off to the poor company. And that company needs time to get it ready for Switch. Now, right. I... I've, uh, I get it. Mass Effect Trilogy. That's going to be a big game for a lot of people. I am not in the Mass Effect uh, group, but a lot of people are. And that's exciting. I'm excited that yeah. they're finally getting their HD games that they deserve. And uh, the Wii U should have had the damn trilogy. Like, they put three on it. I and know. I, yeah, it was a terrible idea. So I'm excited to see that come. Uh, I wrote down some some ideas here because I have seen a lot of people with a lot of ideas. I've seen Star Wars. And I've seen a lot of things. Yeah. And here's the issue. Uh, I don't think any game that runs Frostbite is going to run on Switch. Oh, that's exactly what I was about to say, too. Yeah. That, yeah, the poor companies are not going to know how, what to do with Frostbite Engine yeah. at all. I don't they think Frostbite can run on crap. Switch. Now, and Star Wars isn't Frostbite, but I don't mm-hmm. think any uh, Frostbite game can run on Switch. Didn't FIFA? But it, yeah. was, it, wasn't, the, it wasn't the Frostbite version. They used last gen's version to make that Interesting. game. Interesting. Okay, yeah, so, it's so a, no Frostbite Engine game is on Switch. I, I believe so. As much as, okay. as much as I know, I believe that's true. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. The one thing that I really want to have happen is like FIFA, I would love for them to make a Madden game for Switch. Yeah. They made a Madden game for 3DS. They made a Madden game for Wii U. There was 10 Maddens on Wii. Like, I don't understand why. I don't understand what Nintendo has to do to warrant yeah. a Madden game, but we deserve one. That they would have to do what they did for FIFA, right? They'd have to pull a last gen engine. I'm okay with that. Give me 1080p, mm-hmm. 60 Madden. 720p, 60 Madden. Give me that. And I'm okay. Um, because mm-hmm. it's portable, and I do want portable football game. So I would like that to be one of them. I don't know if it will be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. think it will be. I don't think it will be. The other one that I think makes a ton of sense is Apex. Um, yes. Because it's the eternal hotness battle royale game that everybody loves. And it's Unreal Engine, I think, right? Still don't know if it can do it. <laughs> like, uh, okay. I'm still like, I'm. I, I, it's, I, I think it could. It, would it does be. You're now, right. It does. Overwatch, you're right. Uh, would that sort of thing have um, cross console play? It could be. You know, they did that with Rocket League too. Yeah, but those are very different games. I know they're very different games, but possible, you know, it's possible. possible. Apex well, makes the most sense. Like it has Fortnite, it has Overwatch. Yeah. Apex coming to Switch, even all these years later, 
would be big news for people that are fans of Apex. And it would be big news for Nintendo folks. And mm-hmm. it's not like a giant game. You know, it's a multiplayer. Yeah. It's a smaller game. So I think that's possible. But I did want to point out that the games that EA has put up, right, like we've got Unravel and things like that, um, they do a lot of those games. So I also put out a few more that I – here's what I put down. So I put down obvious answers, Apex and Madden. I think for obvious reasons, they make sense. They're worth the effort. I put down but possibly more likely answers. Do you remember the game called A Way Out? I've heard of it. Yes. No, it's the, it's the co-op game, It's right? the co-op game where you escape yeah. from prison. I was like, that makes maybe more sense. How about – uh, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. Oh, oh, that's, oh, that that's, that's a given. I was right shocked there. that that game wasn't on Switch when they announced it. I yeah. probably would have guessed that it already was on Switch. Um, sea of Solitude. I heard of that. It's an EA yeah. published game that I beat on Xbox. Um, that's another one where you play as, it's like a Wind Waker. Yeah. Kind of. Like you, you sail around a little raft, you do little puzzles. Um, the Sims? Yeah, sure. Oh. The Sims 4. We don't have The Sims on Switch. Like that could be. Especially after the Animal Crossing thing. That can be really popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I got one what more. I'm sorry. Why didn't they do that before? Why isn't Sims already on? Because EA doesn't Why like isn't Madden Switch. on Switch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one more. And this is, I don't even know if I call it more likely, but I'm just throwing this one out there. What if they put Titanfall on Switch? No, mm-hmm. I was thinking that too. Titanfall 2 or, or a package together. And mm-hmm. it's Unreal Engine too. Yep. Like it, it can easily scale down to, yep. to switch. So, so I can see that coming too. Those are what I threw out there and just in, in my ideas for what could happen, what happened, what I want to have happen. I want Madden. Like I really, yeah. really want a Madden game. I think that's possible, but we'll see. Oh, it's definitely possible. Like we can definitely have a Madden game. It may not be great Madden, but we can definitely have a Madden. It's playable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, EA wasn't the only one getting in on the business financial news. Nintendo also disclosed sales data overnight that came out this morning. All right, so here are a few bullet points. And I, I'm to be clear up front, I did not want to do like all of the news. So there's a lot more news oh, yeah. if you're really into this. But considering we just ran down like all of Animal Crossing's news a couple weeks ago, we just pulled out the what I thought it was like the high the high bullet points. So 55 million Nintendo Switches have been sold worldwide. Since the launch. So the, the little headline that's moving around, that is more than GameCube and N64 combined. Mm-hmm. They are right on the heels of closing in on the NES. They are just 6 million Ooh. consoles behind the NES. And uh, if they keep going at a pretty good rate, they'll catch up to 3DS soon, which yeah. that's saying a lot. 3DS sold 75 million units. And still yeah. sells. I don't know how much, but still marketable. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's pretty impressive stuff here from the, Nintendo's little tablet that could. Mm-hmm. Um, Animal Crossing has sold over 13 million copies worldwide. That is Bonkers. huge news. Yeah. With, with over 17 million units sold, Pokemon Sword and Shield is about to overtake Diamond and Pearl for the third best-selling Pokemon game yeah. in series history. And Splatoon 2 has hit the 10 million mark in sales as well. Now, one of the headlines uh, that I didn't put down here that I saw was apparently Nintendo in their financial overview said that 10 of their IPs have hit record all-time sales on this console. So when it comes to software, wow. like, you know, uh, Pokemon wasn't included, but Pokemon's third, but Splatoon, Mario, yeah. Mario Kart, Smash, Zelda, like they're all setting bested franchise sales records all across the board. So mm-hmm. Nintendo is extremely profitable, continues to be very successful, continues to, to make roads. And you think they'd even sell even more consoles that they were available. <laughs> we just have like a shortage yeah. across the board here. Um, everything was pretty good here, um, but we got a couple of questions. So uh, Hawk write it in. 
And he goes, do you think Nintendo will continue riding the Switch wave for an extended period of time? Thanks to the recent sales number, do you think we'll get a new system or upgrade sooner versus later? I'm sure they're developing. I, I know that they're always developing. They're always, you know, working on whatever is coming next. I don't think we'll see a new console in the next couple of years. If yeah. we get another upgrade, we might get like, you know, a similar to the new 3DS model. Um, I think we've talked about this before. Something that's either upgrading. I don't know if they would go the route of um, like an exclusive game on a new console like we've seen on the new 3DS. Mm -hmm. they, they kind of saw that that didn't really work out too well on the new mm -hmm. 3DS. Um, but I think we're, if, you know, years out from seeing a new console, if, that's, right. if I'm interpreting that question. Yeah, I heard that, um, I guess one of their, I guess during the sales call that they're barely in the middle or they're almost to the middle of the cycle. It's like, we got to lease another two to three years, you know, or even hearing about a new console uh, coming out. I think uh, maybe thanks to these recent sales, but like sales in general right now, they're going to milk this thing out as much as they can to get as much of the Switch ecosystem as possible. You saw how long the 3DS was alive for. No, I know it was wonderful. Um, so, okay with yeah, no, I'm I'm perfectly fine with keeping the same ecosystem, the same set of systems. Sure, a new pro upgradable model, or what have we been talking about these rumors about these two? Mm -hmm. I don't know, kind of units. As long as they play Switch games and they're on the Switch Online infrastructure or whatever, um, I mean, they're going to make money and they're going to make bank and they're going to keep at it. I just want them to stick with the hybrid model. As long as they stick with that, I'm good. <laughs> I think it's just all about options, right? Like, I don't know what they're they're going after in the next round, but I think they're going to try to be really crafty about it. It's like, all right, we're really successful right now. Let's just throw them a huge curveball right now. Nintendo, they always innovate. They We won't be able to guess what's coming or mm -hmm. when. So, um, and I, of course, you know, third party and remakes are filling up this year like crazy. So in indie games too, I mean, like it does, I mean, they do rely on their first party, especially for the past two years, but now they're, they're seeing the fruits of their labor and their sales that 3d or third party is coming in as well. And, mm -hmm. and um, you know, just speeding alongside that success. I so, think yeah. with Nintendo, their indie partnerships are as important to them as three, as third party games are to the big boys. Yeah. They're not yeah. going to get EAs and Activision and stuff like that. So they've got to hit on indie games like if you've got a really really good indie game i think it means more to nintendo to get that coverage and get it mm -hmm. first than it does the other people because that is their third party support yeah. like yes. that's their thing golf story hollow Knight. Yep. that's yep. that's their third party um and as long as like mobile development is good i think there's a rich place for them to continue to find some success there um that's never going to attract the people that love you know big call of duty madden type games but for the other people that don't um, I think it is an attraction to keep them around. Um, my only, you're absolutely right. They did mention that they're right kind of in the middle of this gen, but here's the interesting thing. I'm wondering if they're actually considering this as a console cycle. I'm wondering if they're looking at this, like, you know, we're going to sell switches for six or seven years. Then we need to find something new. I'm, I'm honestly one more concerned if like they don't look at this like a tablet, like a, like an iPad and they go, no, we're just going to keep selling switches. So, you know, two or three years from now, we're just going to come out with a better switch and it's just better and it runs better games and they just keep doing that. And they, you know, they just keep upgrading it every so often. I wish they would do that, but that's not Nintendo. Mm. They innovate. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, we'll see how it goes. But I, I think for now, you're not going to see anything new this year. I, not this yeah. year. Definitely not. It's too yeah. late. But I, I do think we're in, I think we're due for a mid cycle refresh, a cool. pro yeah. new or something. I do yeah. think, I think we're due for that. And uh, like we talked about before, when, when those new SKUs are coming out, I wouldn't be shocked to see them do a, con- a TV model. Yeah. I wouldn't see, be surprised at all to see them release a switch box that mm-hmm. like sits on your TV and you can play without the, the portability stuff. So mm-hmm. um, either one of those things would, would, I think would, they would continue to sell units. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're due for like some sort of UI refresh too. Mm. Give, like, give, give us a refresh look. Like I, I think I, I, I thought when I got my switch and I got that UI, I was like, all right, it's just starting, right? It's the beginning. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's like dark and it's like simple. Cool. And I just see my six or seven games on this horizontal slate. It's still the same exact thing. We actually yeah. had a question this week related yeah. to that. If you yeah. don't mind reading it now, Zach wanted to know why won't Nintendo do the simple things we, the fans have asked for like folders, system themes, more NES, SNES games. Does mm-hmm. Nintendo not like money or something? Not necessarily. I want, but all things regardless. I, I think when it comes to the UI stuff, the reason that they don't, one, it's twofold. One, it's because I don't think they have to. And I think a lot of that goes for a lot of companies. I don't think a lot of companies do things until they need to. Like mm-hmm. when everything is good, there's really little motivation for them to, to upset it. Um, but two, I, I said this when we first got the Switch, like at launch, if you go back to those episodes of the show, I think the UI is very intentional. And I 100% believe that it's set there to be simple, fast, snappy. That's all they want it to be. That's all they want it to do. It's extremely, I know a lot of things are said about the the Switch's eShop and the Switch's UI. And I get some of those concerns. I think some of them are very valid in terms of curation, people taking advantage of it, exploiting yeah. it with sales and stuff like that. Those things can be fixed. But the basic design of it, I actually stick up for because it's extremely lightweight and it's extremely fast. And I think they built it with that in mind. And the only thing that I have to tell you, the only thing that I have to show you to make you like think differently is go check out like a Wii U, um, go to the Wii U's eShop <laughs> where they oh, just really? have a gigantic amount of tiles that make very little sense organizationally. Not that okay. I would say it's hard to navigate. I think most of us have grew up with phones. We're all very capable of navigating a modern tile menu, but like it's, you know, like you see pictures of NES and N64s and then like here's, you know, coins and then here's Mario. But this is, yeah. like, you know, like it's, it's just, yeah, there's no organization. It's very like top to yeah. bottom. It was also like very web based. So everything you clicked on, like refreshed the whole page, which made it slow. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it wasn't running a lot in like cash, mm-hmm. which all of these things have been improved on with the switches system. So I think I, I think it's almost deliberate. They deliberately built it this way. And I think mm-hmm. the reason why you not seeing them change it is because they don't want to. Like this is how they want it to behave. And they're afraid if they start introducing more elaborate things, it's gonna slow it down. I agree with that. And I definitely value the switch and that I'm able to pick it up and get into a game within 30 seconds. It doesn't have to boot up. It doesn't have to like, I don't have to wait and load it. Oh my God, my PS3 now that I'm playing around with, it's a pain in the butt just to get into the game that I want to play compared to picking up the switch and I'm in the game. Yep. That being said, I think there's, it never hurts to have an element of choice, whether you want to stick with that. Okay. I value the quick load time, you know, give me my simplicity and my blank, my just jump into it. Mm -hmm. People who don't mind waiting, like 
an extra 20, 30 seconds because they like having a pretty theme on there. Mm-hmm. I do. But ultimately, I want folders. That's not going to slow anything down. That's going to make the organization better. It's so it's much organized. Yeah. Any less simple. Just give me folders, Nintendo. I, I'm so glad. Like with the 3DS themes and the folders, I think that was like awesome that I can organize everything. I now. also think, uh, I think there's. Games. I think there's something to be said. And again, I'm not defending them. I want themes. I want folders. I love all that stuff. I Mm -hmm. have tons of it. Tons of it. I have way more than you'll ever want to know. Um, I'm only just trying to bring maybe some of the rationale that I don't think it talks about. Like a lot of times people say they want things, but don't maybe don't think about why they're there. Um, When it comes to folders and stuff, remember this while that does have touchscreen, it's not necessarily a touchscreen device. When you say 3DS Wii U had folders, it also had a stylus and it was the main use of using the system. I mean, PS4 has folders. Like It could be as just simple as that. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just saying you can make a folder on one of the slates and it can open up to have more games in there. Just a little more organized. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. I'm only offering some, some, some constructive. Yeah, it's like, I think yeah. that might be a part of it. Is the fact yeah. that, you know, like those systems controlled with a stylus, it was made to drag and drop. It was made for that. So it almost works better that way. The switch doesn't really like you don't really move the switch that way. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So just 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 a, another food for thought. I gotcha. What was the other part of it? Uh, virtual console. I, I, I answer that the same way that I answered the first part because they don't have to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right? Like we got mother on Wii U because Wii U was tanking so hard. They were like, we've got to throw, we've got, we can't, it can't just be Mario Tennis. We've got to put something on the console. <laughs> I do wonder if they could have that up their sleeve for later this year, though. Maybe not something that they would have done, but because they can, mm-hmm. especially in a mm-hmm. small release. Well, I Jared, saw, go ahead. It, I, saw, it, I saw some rumors about yeah, that. It would right? be so easy for them to throw on, you know, our N64 games charge us a couple extra bucks to have it on the online service and call that a release for 2020. Well, I, I was going to say, as Jared reminds us every time we get an update on these things, Jared always says that they're going to save the next big iteration every September for when mm-hmm. most people renew. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So as people come up to expire, like what a better time to throw a couple more games out. And I don't think you need to raise the price. Just definitely not for well, just N64 games. Um, GameCube, maybe. I, think they will. I don't know. I don't think they're giving us all of those for... For what we, I think that decision would depend solely on how much they're seeing people actually play the games. So let me ask you this: How much have you played Nintendo Switch Online this year? I don't want to talk about it. Have you played it all? No, I haven't. Or last year too. Like you didn't play it all. The classic games. So there you go. So Rebecca, how much have you played? I might have tinkered around with a link to the past a couple times. Have you played it more than an hour? Okay. Maybe about an hour. Okay. Okay. So here's the here's the thing. If you're if you're working the boardroom Nintendo, you go, hey, let's put some N sixty four games in there and nobody will cancel. But if we raise the price, we risk twenty five percent of people saying no. What would you do? Mm-hmm. I would just put I'd just like just put Ocarina of Time on there. Who cares? It's this old N sixty four bit game. Like <laughs> they have the ROMs. You know, it's they literally have the ROMs. Yeah, I dump it. Now like GameCube now we're talking because i think there's value there's significant value in gamecube games and i think the gamecube games are in the bigger market for getting remakes right now which they can turn around and sell for 60 dollars. so why would they in 64 or game boy like if they just release some game boy games like they throw that nintendo switch online and just keep getting your 20 bucks a year because i'm telling you yearly we won't see it until september they're making bank on this thing because one 
like their online infrastructure isn't necessarily better. No. <laughs> I don't feel like we all think they're reinvesting it, right? So like yeah. they're just making money off of something they they remember like two years ago, they literally did not make money and now yep. they make tons of it. Twenty how many people? Fifty five million? <laughs> like if, if only ten million of them pay twenty dollars a year, that's a ton of money. They're making yeah. a ton of money from us doing that. Throw the N sixty four games on there. Quit being greedy. I wish. Yeah, that's you're you're probably more right than I am. <laughs> But you're right. I'll I'll renew and then I won't even play them. <laughs> like Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But we don't want to. We just want to have them. It's comfort yeah. food. We've been conditioned. Yeah. We want to have them. We don't mm-hmm. want to lose them like we did on Wii, like we did on Wii U. Like that's the thing. That's why the Nintendo Switch Online makes all the sense in the world. And the price point is perfect, right? Perfect. Yeah. Nobody's gonna cancel it for twenty dollars. Exactly. Right? Nobody's gonna cancel it. It's twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars. Yeah. Now they raise the price. Then people start going, how much do I actually play online? You know, like. They'll need their holiday game to have online. But at $20, nobody cares. Even if you don't play online, nobody cares. They're like, eh, 20 bucks. (laughs) It's all good. Yeah, it's an easy purchase. Yeah. Um, Soundscape wants to know, why do we think Switch has been a success? He says, I get the impression that has earned the curiosity of PC gamers because of its portability and similar library. Hmm. Um. I think that's a very interesting question in a lot of different ways, because obviously the Switch is a success. But honestly, mm-hmm. I don't. should we be surprised by that? I, I don't know if we call it a success, considering that the 3DS and the DS and the Wii, like, they were all successes. It's really only, like, a success compared to how bad the Wii U was. It, obviously, it's, you know, it is the Wii U successor. So in that regard, it's totally a success. But compared to the 3DS, it's business as usual. I think. Go ahead, Garrett. No, I'm. I, I'm just going to ask ask a question. Do you think in the beginning, when we started with this console, do you think this is going to be a success? Right. I remember those impressions. I thought it was going to be a success. Okay. Because it was portable. That was my big thing. If I if I'm remembering our pre-launch Switch shows, yeah. I was really happy that it was a portable and not a console. So yeah. I thought that would lend it to being successful. Um. I didn't, I didn't, and nor do I expect it to be like Wii success. I never thought, I don't know if Nintendo, I think Nintendo's margins have been shrunk. I think their market has been shrunk. I don't know how much I believe Nintendo can really crank out like a $100 million, you know, 100 million unit device mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. I worry about that one. Yeah. Because we're at yeah. 55 now, and I see that as somebody who's bought like four, and I know several other people have bought five and four. Like, I, I don't know if they have... No. That kind of mass market appeal that they used to. Yeah. Yeah. No. But if we're comparing it to the Wii U, something that you didn't mention that it has that the Wii U didn't have uh, didn't have was the amount of first party exclusives. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think that contributes to a lot of it. It launched with a huge Zelda game that the mm-hmm. Wii U didn't have. The, the huge Wii Zelda game. Have that it was really really good. In the same launch year, it, it had a, an amazing Mario game. Mm-hmm. Like it carries these things and i think that's ultimately at the end of the day why people buy nintendo consoles yep. because of those exclusive mm-hmm. so because it had those all in the first year or two it had a big smash game it had all of these things that you can't find anywhere else that's why yep mm-hmm. oh i 100 agree with that um, it doesn't have to be portable to to sell i think um I think it just needs those games. I think it helps. I do think the portability helps. It helps. I I think numbers over time, if you like take a 10, 15 year snapshot, you see that 
Nintendo fans that buy these Nintendo games prefer to play them portably. They will play yes. them on console, but they prefer to play them portably. That's if why given the, the DS, choice. 3DS are up there in sales numbers. Mm-hmm. All time. DS is, yeah. yeah, it's smashing. I think Nintendo Space is very much in that. Now, they can branch off and play at different things, but that is their core market. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I, I do think you're 100% right. The reason that they're success, and, and it has been a smashing success. I didn't mean to demean its success. It's a smashing success. You see how many copies of games are selling. That's yeah. the one thing about it. Like this console, the people that buy this console buy games. They are making money off these people. It's not yeah. the Wii. You're not getting a lot of people that buy the console and never buy a game. These people are buying games as much as that's they can true. in droves. That's healthy. That's a healthy market. Um, and that's because they're making great games. Mm-hmm. I think the statement's really interesting, saying he gets the impression that it has earned the curiosity of PC gamers. Um, I can attest to that. Yeah. yeah. I, I can, a lot of people say they do PC and Switch. Or Xbox and totally. Switch or PS4 and Switch. It's become a good companion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely sub- supplemental. He got that cross-save going on, especially with Divinity and Witcher. Um and we got Civ Six in there. Isn't that kind of insane? We got this huge PC turn-based game that got ported over on the Switch um, pretty easily too. And my friend, who is a huge PC gamer, he loves to play Civ Six on the Switch. And it's like, why? It's like, well, I can watch TV while I'm just mm-hmm. you know, dabbling around on the screen, handheld. And I'm like, that's awesome. So, yeah, I, I think that's a cool um, statement he got there. Yeah. Um, Sammy Hall. This is a neat, interesting story. Not really news. Sammy Hall is a formerly pre-production artist at Retro Studios, and he's lifted the veil in some of his early designs uh, when he was working at Retro, dabbling with uh, Zelda and Mario stuff. They were working on pre-pro, pre-pro, just like mm-hmm. art scenes, storyboards, stuff like that, not, not games. Um, a Zelda game that would be centered around the last male Sheikah on a journey to transform into the Master Sword. Oh, my gosh. And he I released some of the stuff that. and all that stuff. Uh, some of the pictures out there you can go find. The yeah. pictures are beautiful. Seriously, go look at them. They're beautiful. It's insane. What They're do you guys so- think about this idea? Do you think we need more like Zelda side stories? Did he I go don't... over to Supergiant Games? Because um, that's what the transistor story is like. He tra- turns, turns into the sword. That's an interesting way of going about it. I didn't read it as a side story. I read it as like that it would have been a, like a an idea for a sequel to Ocarina of Time. Um, yeah, but you would have played as this Melshika, not Link, like as a separate game. Yeah, yeah, Melshika. Well, I mean, I think it was just last week that I was talking about, um, or two weeks ago, that we were saying I wanted um, some kind of Zelda story that gives us more information about the Sheikah in general. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I would have been all okay. Yeah, you Garrett. I would have been totally down with this game. Um, I always, you know, we, we've seen the same formula over and over and over again. I'm not saying gameplay wise, but the story itself sure. it involves the Triforce. It involves Ganon, Ganondorf, Zelda, and Link. And I'm like, yeah, that's, I know what a Zelda game looks like. That's what it is, even with Breath of the Wild. Even though it's very creative, very um, freedom, like every, you know, probably one of the best Zelda games out there. I think it's cool to see, hey, let's explore the lore. A little bit more into into Zelda because it it seems like this would totally um, fill in some knowledge gaps that we just don't know um, about this sto- this universe. You know, people out there they're making timelines of figuring out wh- where's Ocarina of Time in this and where's Majora's Mask, where's Breath of the Wild in the storyline. It's like, well, maybe this is kind of kind of gluing stuff together. Maybe. Do you have Hyrule Historia? I do not. 
you need to get it. Okay. If you're looking into that and you're just kind of finding some of that stuff out, you need to get that that book. Okay. It's all in okay. there. <laughs> okay. Like like officially? Like officially. Or is it- up oh, okay. yeah. just because if they didn't people would have never shut up about it so yeah. they mm-hmm. they're like here came it out is. during the wii u you could actually get oh, okay. it on wii u and read it on the gamepad um <laughs> it's a beautiful book um about an inch and a half thick full of all kinds of zelda artwork and stuff never seen before and it has mm-hmm. the official timeline of the series all the branching paths and everything but they, they only did that, I think, as like a fan service type thing. Sure. I think there's a lot more they can explore with the world and lore, like Garrett said. I think mm-hmm. you guys are winning me over because I'm not going to lie to you. My initial, my initial take to me writing down the thing was no. Um, <laughs> not because I think it's bad. I think you guys are winning me over. I'm all for the lore and exploration. I just don't know if I'm all for devoting Nintendo resources to do it. If they're going to make a Zelda game, I want them to make a Zelda game, not uh, mm-hmm. like a, a thing that's, that's kind of a I- Zelda game. And I didn't like read too deep into this um, story when I saw it, but mm-hmm. my impression of it was that it would have been a sequel to Ocarina of Time that you, you know, it's still mm-hmm. the same formula you play as Link, but the story specifically, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, it was in pre-production as Twilight Princess was in. Well, I noticed a lot of the art looked like it turned oh. into Twilight Princess concepts. So we saw yeah. the wolves, we saw that the castle. Yeah. Here's like, look up the art. It is gorgeous me and Kara were fawning over it but as yeah. you guys were talking about uh the lore and all the things like that i remember like i love hyrule warriors love it and uh so i think i might even be a hypocrite here because i mean i will buy anything zelda mm-hmm. um i prefer it to be a full-blown zelda game but if it's not i'll still buy it <laughs> yeah uh, i want i want lego zelda that's the other thing i want okay <laughs> i think that yeah. would be a great game um, all right. Our last news story before we get into a couple of questions and get out of here is I want to just talk about Switch's big month of May. I've been kind of referring to this on the show for the past couple of weeks. I'm not sure how many people might be following any of these games. So I'm just going to read them off and then we're going to have a little chat about what everybody's looking at getting, um, if anything. So the big one for the month, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. And then mm-hmm. we also get Borderlands, the Legendary Collection. Um, they're also releasing separately. XCOM 2 Collection. Bioshock the Collection, they're also being released separately. Minecraft Dungeons, Shantae and the Seven Sirens, The Wonderful 101, The Elder Scrolls Blades finally makes it after all this, after all this time. Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer, Void Bastards out the day today? This week? Today? I think it's today. It was out. I think it was yeah. out now. Ninjala, uh, Mortal Kombat DLC, which looks pretty awesome and incredible. It's Josh real excited. Jay and Silent Bob Mall Brawl, Golf with Your Friends, Stone. Hatsune Miku, Diva Megamix, 80s Let's Overdrive, go. I I recommend that, Fledgling Heroes, Tennis Club Story, which is kind of like Mario Tennis, but it's like a mobile game, doesn't have the best stellar mobile reviews, but considering oh, okay. how much it reminds me of old school Mario Tennis, I thought maybe Nintendo fans would at least maybe want to take a look at it. And then the last one I put mm-hmm. on here, Bug Fables, which looks like a Paper Mario game. That one oh, really? looks really interesting it to does. me. It looks really, really good. So yeah. these are, and these are just honestly the highlights that I pulled off. There's dozens and dozens of more games coming in May. This is a pretty packed month. So well, check. I'm, I'm glad that you're saying that because after the the little report came out with the PowerPoint slides, all I was seeing this morning was people talking about how bleak nintendo switches year looks and the fact that you just read i mean i know none of these are huge heavy hitters that we're used to but people are gonna find things to play like Mm -hmm. people are just spoiled and don't you know they want a huge mario game every single month all the month yep and zelda every year mario every year Mm -hmm. 
especially in the situation that we're in right now, like somebody can find something on this list that they can play. Sure. Probably oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Want to complain. Yep. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it is, uh, I didn't mention in the, in the financials, there was a thing in there saying that if the COVID-19 stuff continues and they're mm-hmm. staying at home like into June, it could set back some of their plans, which is why we're probably not getting that direct that we were, you know, hoping for. And that's, you know, mm-hmm. so there still remains to be seen exactly how much we get this year. But uh, Rebecca, the the negative headlines, the Nintendo's doomed, the Nintendo thing, that gets clicks. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Nintendo fans, you always have to remember, and I'm not trying to sound like a homer. I'm not. You, <laughs> I think this show is more than evident enough that I will absolutely criticize Nintendo when I think needed. Mm-hmm. Nintendo is doing just fine in the games category. There are plenty of games for Switch owners. Plenty. Yeah. And if you have every other console and you never want to play a port again, that's your fault. That's not Nintendo's fault. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, that's not on them. There's plenty of games to play. You know? mm-hmm. and, and, and like I say all the time, this is the thing that I think a lot of gamers don't want to hear. Play something you've already played. Like you're not, you know, like you're not destined to get a brand new game every day. Like, you yeah. know, go play Breath of the Wild again. Get back into Mario Kart. Play Splatoon 2 again. Like, there are other things like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a very healthy ecosystem. There's nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of games coming. I, I could honestly, you could take out all of the Nintendo, uh, Mario rumors, Pokemon rumors, anything like that. You could take it all the way for this year to the end of the calendar year. And on indies and third party alone, I still think it beats out many other years from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Some of the 3DS years, definitely a lot of the Wii U years. Yeah. Like just alone, it's better than mm-hmm. most of those years. So right. it's right. just fine. Um, but to this topic, what are you guys going to play this month? Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, the Borderlands Legendary Collection, I won't get it. Um, I'm wondering how it runs. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big thing. If it runs well, I definitely recommend to people who are into couch co-op, first-person shooter that's that's a good way to go about it. And this again, legendary collection is just one, two in the pre sequel. It is not three. Three is not that good anyway. So just play two and you're good. Uh, XCOM two, um, play that on PC if you can. As as Donnie said last time, uh, Minecraft Dungeons. That I, I heard that's going to be great. It uh, is getting high marks. I'm planning on buying it on Switch because it's coming to Game Pass. So mm-hmm. um, I'm a little upset. Me I too. did discover. Um, it's not cross-play. It will oh, be, okay. but it won't it be, be at launch. They've said that it will be. I was expecting from mm. last E3, I was expecting it to be cross-play because of how much they've been pushing that with, with Minecraft. Um, yeah. And they even alluded to that they were working on it and stuff like that. But then there was, they came out with an article as like a preview article where they, they did officially confirm it's not cross-play day in, day one. So I was mm-hmm. hoping to buy it on Switch and then play on Xbox with me and Jack. Like, we just play across two systems. Doesn't mm-hmm. look like that's going to be the case, but I'm still going to okay. get it on Switch. Um, I think it's an easy buy. It's an easy recommendation because, one, there's hype for it. People are saying it's real good. Yeah. Two, heard, yeah. it's only $20. <laughs> it's not I didn't a, realize it's that. It's not a $60 game. When I was like, when I went and looked, it was $20. I was like, oh, I'm absolutely going to buy this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Wonderful 101. I'm intrigued about this game. I heard, actually, it's good with switch gameplay wise that's that's what my impressions i'm i'm reading online so uh hopefully there's a demo maybe i don't know um i'm not gonna pay full 60 dollars or 50 dollars or whatever their their full prices but maybe down the road holiday sale uh, i might check that out uh don't get elder scrolls blade i mean it's for free if you want to try it out you can also get on mobile too it's like so just what's the point um 
Uh, other than that, Void Bastard Surge is great. Did they um, announce that for Switch like two E3s ago? Yeah, was it even a while last ago. E3? Is like the E3 before that? Yeah, it's been a while <laughs> since I was gone. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me, I think. Okay. Pod well, racer. You, Rebecca. <laughs> I'm so deep in my backlog right now that there's probably nothing here that I will pick up like this month. Um, that being said, um, like I said, Bug Fables interests me. That's something yep. that I, if it does well, I definitely want to try it. I want to get in on that. Um, and then same with Garrett, the wonderful 101. I don't see myself buying that for full price because I think it's probably super cheap on the Wii U at this point. But yeah. if there's a sale on it at some point, I want to know. You know, I, I've had it recommended to me by several people. So mm-hmm. um, that is another one that, you know, is kind of on my radar for this month. Godspeed, Shaq listeners. I am not going to recommend that game to anybody. <laughs> I, know. I, know. I know. Definitely excited to play Xenoblade Chronicles. They keep releasing these yes. videos. They released one today. It looks so good. It's so good. It looks so much better than Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Like, it looks yeah. so good. Um, Very clean. Uh, yes. Uh. So, for just that alone, I'm, I'm ready to get into it. I was actually think I was feeling, I really wish it was at the front of the month and the end of the month. Like, it'd feel much better. Like, it's kind of like it would fit right now. Like, I was like, yeah. man, if I could have this game right now, I could just play it for days. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, I have nothing to do until really that game comes out. <laughs> um, not getting XCOM, Borderlands, Bioshock. Maybe Bioshock. Um, only because uh, they're releasing it separately. I already have the collection and everything. There's mm-hmm. a part of me that wants to see what Bioshock Infinite run. Like, if, if, because we'll get reviews. When the mm-hmm. reviews come out and they're like, it runs and plays well on Switch, I will get Bioshock Infinite. And I'll just replay it because it's an awesome game. It's a okay. great game. It's like one of the great games. So I'm not going to. Oh, I really like it. Yeah, I really I'm not going to frown. And, you know, separately, it's like, what, $20, $30? Can't, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, I already have Shantae and Seven Sirens. Uh, I cool. will probably get it on Switch one day, but on a sale. But I already have it on iPad. It comes wholly recommended by me. I'm about halfway through it. It is Shantae. Shantae is fantastic. If you like Mega Man-ish type of platformers and stuff. And Shantae is mm-hmm. cool. I, I, I got a pop. I got the Shantae pop this week. So um, nice. definitely everybody get that one. And then... I will probably try Ninjala again because I was yeah. intrigued by the demo. I might try that too, yeah. 80s Overdrive, I loved on 3DS. Absolutely loved. Cool. So if you're looking for a little uh, indie racer and uh, Bug Fables, mm-hmm. like Rebecca, if, if it reviews well, I'll definitely buy it because it, it looks cool. So cool. that's what I'll be doing on Switch. But really, Cineblade Chronicles. I, I, I just, the reason, another reason why I want it to come out earlier is I wish it was um, some separation between it and Clubhouse Games. It's like it comes out and Clubhouse mm. Games come out like three days later. It's like, yeah. man, why couldn't we put these 30, a lot 30 of days were apart? About Clubhouse Games all of a sudden. And that was one when it came, when it was in the direct, nobody was talking about it. I felt like yeah. I'm the only person talking about that game. And now I'm seeing it everywhere. And I, I yeah. think part of that is they're promoting it more. Um, Watch it sell like three million copies. About it like every day. <laughs> I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> you also see that they're um, they're putting like those those mar like they're adding little Nintendo. Yeah, the um, Hanafuda cards. Yeah, yeah. There's that, and there were a couple other things. And I they got the the original golf holes from Wii Sports mm-hmm. and NES Golf and stuff like that. It's really really cool. I think mm-hmm. that's a dark horse, honestly, for the next couple. <laughs> next couple months like people are starting to talk about it now i don't know mm-hmm. why as the releases start to dry up everybody just starts <laughs> playing clubhouse games they're like what in the world is happening everybody's playing backgammon on their switch yeah uh shout out to hasune miku oh that's a great game 
Um, I would like to try it out, uh, possibly. I like those dancing rhythm I games. would absolutely have bought it if my daughter still played. I had it on 3DS. I have it on Vita. She has it on oh, her nice. Vita. My daughter loves Hatsune Miku, and uh, we played them, but she doesn't play games anymore, so I'm not going to buy it again. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I paid like $30 <laughs> for that game on Vita for her. It's like yeah. She doesn't even play Dang. anymore. So, yeah. Good goodness. No, thanks. Um, let's see here. About an hour in. So, Rebecca, let's get some chat questions direct from you. Yeah. Um... I didn't organize these like I said I would. <laughs> um, I'm just going to do a couple of interesting ones. Steven wants to know, how would you feel about a Metroidvania-style Mario game? I'm for it. Cross of... Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm all for it. Here. What would that look like to you? It'd look like Ori, but with Mario. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In terms of art style or like no. the formula? I mean, I think I've played so much Mario Maker that's kind of like this. I've seen it in levels. That I would absolutely be wide open to, like a here's a Mario world in 2D. Mm-hmm. Call it Super Mario, or maybe the the art style change. I don't know. Pick one. I don't even really mm-hmm. care. Any art style you want, but it's open. Instead of it being level based, it's 100% open, and you figure out all of the. You know, it's like a it's like Metroid. You know, like you know, it's like the same thing. So. So would it be Metroid with a Mario skin or would it be like Mario levels where it's each level is individual with the timer and have them be smaller? Cause I, I would go the the first route first. Yeah. I would go to a Mario open Mario thing. Anymore. Yeah. But if you still move, like Mario is the ultimate platformer. And there's a part of me that's almost excited to use Mario power-ups and stuff to complete these Metroid you know, Ori yeah. type of things. I could see that. Like, you got to get the feather to reach that cliff to get the thing. Like, I, I see that as being a. So a there way wouldn't to do be it. any more like levels. It would just be mm. a huge Mario no. world. Yep. Do you think it would be permanent upgrades too? Like, you can't just lose powers as you get hit. I don't if know. that was the case, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I wonder yeah. if they why they've never done it in the first place. They've done a Mario RPG because they have Metroid. Uh, like, they have a. Yeah, I guess they have Metroid that. too, but. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a different theme, right? It's yes, like, you know. yes. I when no, I, I see it know. in my head, I honestly see like Super Mario World and yeah, all the different retro styles and stuff that you could do with it, and you could have different yeah. sections of the world being like green or underground or like or in spooky and sky. sky. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, with Yoshi, that'd no, be really I, good. I could see it. Yeah, that could be really, really good. And you like, you know, you collect all the keys to get all the things to eventually get to the castle to take out Bowser and save the princess. There you go. Yeah, you just you just made a million or millions of dollars idea to Nintendo. I'd be, I I I would be excited about it, but there is a part of me just to push back a little bit. There's a lot of stuff like this in Mario Maker. There are a lot of people now. Oh, it's all okay. level based, but a lot of levels are kind of built like this, where you find the key to unlock the door to get the power up to hit the brick to get to the castle to get to Bowser. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that stuff going on in Mario Maker. So, that if you're interested in that type of game, there's experiences out there for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Ryan wants to know: Would you like to see a Labo VR play mode for Animal Crossing: New Horizons? How nope. could that be appropriate? Nope, I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm good. I like Labo VR. Have it? Played it? It's good. Um, it's good when the game is kind of built for it, and all of the Labo VR games are extremely simple. And I don't think you want to see what Animal Crossing looks like in that lens. You're gonna be like, why does this look so awful? <laughs> I think there's a lot of other um, things that they need to do with Animal Crossing before they do Labo. Like the Breath of the Wild lab VR thing? 
Not good. Not good. No. Well, not good. Does it give you a headache or anything? I don't need yeah. it. I never had a headache. Okay. okay. Just didn't control well, didn't do anything well. Like I couldn't imagine what you would do in Animal Crossing with it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel VR though, right? Like, like I feel I like know. you just meet your villager and see them face to face as opposed to characters. Like that's the only real thing it could do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No thanks. Coach Mo has several questions. First, he wants to know <laughs> when will Donnie come to Orlando and have pizza? Now that the house party has been postponed and people are starting to go back to work, it looks like in the middle of the month here, uh, most of Georgia is going to reopen, including my county. Um, so if we get back to yeah, normal, Mo, June or July, and I start looking to take some time off, I've got to get the family and get out of here. We've been stuck in this house for months. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orlando's a cool town. Like you're not, You don't have to sell me too hard on uh, finding a couple hotel rooms for me and the kids and head down to the beach for a few days if you're buying pizza. So he also wants to know with the remake of the game, uh, with that Caro and Danny, Donnie, like all the new graphics <laughs> and things, should I give Xenoblade another chance? If you didn't mm. like two, yeah, I can't imagine that you'd like one, even oh. if one looks a lot better and I think was a much better game. Yeah, but if you if you don't like the core, you know, loop of running around the little world to the little mission markers and stuff and doing all the JRPG things. If you don't like that, then no. No. Yeah. If you don't want to spend like tons of hours well, just like, doing that combat gameplay it's loop, a big like game. it's, yeah, it's, it's a time sink. It's not uh, as big as, you know, like when I think about it, I remember playing it like all summer long. So to me in my head, it's like it's forever game. I think it's like 50 or 60 hours. So in JRPG terms, is doable. It's pretty short. It's not like Persona. Big. Oh God, Persona! Right, it's not <laughs> need to go that to Royal. Big. So, um, but yeah, if 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 it never did anything for you, if the first one, if the second one didn't do anything for you, I can't imagine that this one will. Yeah, but I do think it's better. Okay, cool. His final question is: With Vigor coming out on Switch, why is Nintendo even making games when the second best game uh, ever coming out? Garrett, have you ever played Vigor? No, but um, I'm hearing a lot more attention to this game. Um, it's it's the first person multiplayer Call of Duty shooter type of thing, right? Sort of, but not really. Um, okay. That's what I thought too. You, you, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, it's another Battle Royale type of game, but it's really not. Okay. Um, it kind of is, but it has like this loot mechanic on it. So you don't have to like beat everybody to win. You can enter the map, sneak around, get upgrades for your base and then exit the map without being seen or killed, and you can bring all mm. that stuff back to your base, which will let you build up your skills so when you start the next match, you're better. So it has That's this whole- interesting. It has this whole RPG type of thing that a lot of people find very addictive. Um, I was interested when it, when it was announced for Switch. Uh, I've seen gameplay of it. There's tons of beta codes out it there. It looks There's good. People streamer. I think it looks okay. <laughs> it looks- for a Switch first-person shooter, I think it looks good. I, okay, but, yeah. I'll give you that. It looks better than The Witcher. Um, it looks, yes, it, it's, it's it's playable. It's um, more than playable. <laughs> I downloaded it on Xbox, but I hadn't got to it yet, and got I don't necessarily know how much these types of games are for me. But I get the loop. I understand the loop, and I understand why mm-hmm. people are excited for it. And I do think that it's cool that it's different. It's a little refresh on it. So, cool. Um, I know Coach is excited. He's in the beta. Like he, mm-hmm. he used PSVG to get a beta code, so he's in there playing on Switch and playing on Xbox. I think that's cool. Um, but outside of that, I mean, I guess I'll try it. I don't know. You know, like I, I said, know. I have it and I haven't tried it. So I can't tell you. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to play on Switch. Probably still won't. But I will play it eventually. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
This one was from like a week or two ago, but Kevin wants to know with the mother news Donnie sent me, is there any hope for me? I'm not familiar with I, I have no idea what's going on. Oh, so there was, um, I wish I would have pulled it up. There is a mother <laughs> project. Right. It's called like the Hoboken oh, Mother Project or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the original. Oh, yeah, I think he did start telling me about that. Yeah, it was about, they put a script together of all three like mother games into what does he mean is there any hope for him uh mother three to come out on the hobo nichi mother project the hobo nichi mother project when i shared the news with him um i have since corrected him but when i shared the news with him first his thought was it was only in japanese he was like so this doesn't help me at all Uh, Mm -hmm. it has since been learned that it's coming out in english we don't know when but it is coming out in english so if you're an earthbound fan like this I mean, is a is cool this a thing. fan thing, or is this like an official Nintendo thing? It's a fan thing. He's doing this completely on his own. Okay, so. uh, has no, all the scripts no together one. with some extra yeah. stuff, but there is on the site to order it. Um, the translation I saw on a tweet says something. I'm paraphrasing at this point. It said something like, "and other things to be shown later this year." I that, still think God. That probably means there's like merch or something. And the game's never coming. But <laughs> yeah, I think it's super curious that we talked about this. Mother is not on the online service, the first one or the second one. Why? Because mm-hmm. they don't have mm-hmm. to. <laughs> they can do whatever they want. I mean, I'm going to keep saying this, but why like, do they not acknowledge this game? I don't know. I don't know either. Because they did no put it on the classic. Kevin, I'm sorry. So that they is did. interesting. Yes. It's like they put it on the classic. They haven't put it on the oh, app. And maybe they're just not? maybe they're just saving it to. To make a little announcement. Or a trilogy. They're just saving it for when they need it, is all. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what most companies do. It's, <laughs> a, it's amazing to see how many delays there are when everything is going well. Everything gets delayed. And you're like, why are they delayed? Because they don't need to. They're like, wait a second. Let's hold this game back. Let's see how many more of these consoles <laughs> these people buy before we exactly. release another great game. You know, like, exactly. yeah, it's just business. Uh, we as fans don't want to hear it, but that's the realities of the world. This one is kind of relevant to your um, you're losing your data on Splatoon. Chalfie yeah. wants to know, do you think we'll ever be able to transfer Animal Crossing Islands to a new Switch? I've been thinking about getting a newer model Switch for the battery life, but I'll be damned if I'm going to start day zero on Animal Crossing. Chalfie, the battery life, mean, it's, it's, it's for real. Uh, if you're wondering like 3DS Pro and stuff like that, night and day difference between the new model Switch and the old model Switch. Oh, really? Oh, it's, it's like twice as long. I was wondering because oh, okay. you remember they, they were talking about it, and I've even seen people test it and everything. When I actually had one, I like I played portably all day long. I was like, I can't believe like this thing is yeah. still going. Yeah, it's 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 for real. Cool. They said they're going to do it. No, they said in like emergency situations they said if you're repaired, right? That they were going to work on a tool to let you do it. If That's your what they switch said. breaks, what if your switch learning, breaks? Not. Yeah. If you want to upgrade to the newer battery model, you have to take a hammer to your old one if you want to be able to transfer it. I mean, some yeah. things are worth yeah. it. Like you just gotta, <laughs> you just gotta take that hammer chop. You know what you do is you buy you buy one online that's completely broken for like twenty dollars. Oh my! And gosh. then you just take a picture of it. and You're like Nintendo, it's broke. But that's not going to help because the, your data is not on there. They're not going right, to be able. Right, but to- when they ask you for the serial number, you read them the one from your real switch that works. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Look at Donnie just pulling out. You do not condone the evil things on this show. <laughs> I don't know, Chalfie. Probably the, not. Probably not. First the 3DS yeah. and now this. Oh my gosh. Probably Nintendo not. doesn't like us. Enough. You know they're gonna. But you know what? We said the same thing about Mario Maker Two, and look what happened. Mm, online, we? online we? tags, world. Like yeah, when they when they oh, came out and said that, that you weren't gonna be able to like mar- match make with your friends or play online, and they fixed all of that. All of that has been changed. 
They didn't fix it for Pokemon or Splatoon. Yeah, well, I tried. <laughs> I tried, Shelby. Do we have time for a couple more? Sure. Kim, this one's also a couple weeks old. Kim wants to know, what would you think if Nintendo made special Nintendo-themed villager events in Animal Crossing? So we used to be able to do that with um, Amiibo, I think. You used to get special characters mm. where you could have special... I don't know if it was Amiibo, but I remember you could get special characters into your game. Like, you could have a Ponya as a villager. You could have Ganon as a character. Oh, that's crazy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You could have Wolf Link. I just know the Zelda ones off the top of my head. But yeah. those were villagers that you could scan in, I think, and have them be villagers. I guess the question here is, what if they made them Nintendo-themed villager events? Where, like, now we're seeing with Rover coming in as an event, we're seeing some of the, the Animal mm-hmm. Crossing characters. What if we had those Nintendo-themed characters? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, we're going to get into the mix of the villager trade system, and we're going to get into a <laughs> whole mess of tiers once we add in these Nintendo themed villagers. It would be so sought after. Oh my gosh. It would be I, I I don't know if Bells would be even an object at that point, to be honest with you. Because be we're low. rolling in Yeah, yeah, we're rolling in Bells. Like it doesn't matter at this point. Because the stock market, we could just look up on a Discord channel, find a good price one day of this week and be totally fine. Make millions of bells. So I don't, I don't know. Even if it's, they didn't have them as villagers, I think it would still be nice just to have them kind of like if they were to come in for week long events or anything like that yep. to tie in with maybe other Nintendo themed items. Um, mm-hmm. There were also there's a lot of um, Nintendo items that were in New Leaf that are missing from this game. You know, you could get like the, the Triforce or the Master Sword. You could get like Sam, so cool. you know, Aria suit. Um, those are all not in this. So if they had. Mm-hmm. Little events like that, that could be a good way to introduce those items. I could see that doing like later, later this year, but I'm telling you, Animal Crossing, they're going to milk this thing out. They yeah. they haven't even opened up other stores that are normally in the previous they games. A lot, I think. Um, to, to go through. I think that's on the docket, though. I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think it makes all the sense in the world. I think it'd be a killer. So I think, yeah, you absolutely do it. You have like Pokemon Day and Animal Crossing. Oh my you gosh! Pokeball, yes. Pikachu shows up. You get a hat and everything. Event. They had a they had a Pokemon event where you could get Pikachu and Eevee stuff. Yep, there so you yeah, go. that makes all kinds all of sense. Will People do. will go nuts over that. And then I'll pay Kyle to get me a cube on something that I'll put in the house that I never open up. I haven't <laughs> I haven't played this game at all. You guys see the jokes? I had multiple jokes when I was going on other shows. They're like, you should just leave the shack now. Just let <laughs> let them do it. Let them have no, it. Go run the no. Xbox show. Animal Crossing is going to be over eventually. I don't I mean, think so. I really over. don't. And I'm happy for everybody that loves it. Like every single game. It's the thing that I told Kevin is uh, I was I've never considered myself like an Animal Crossing fan. I would never say mm-hmm. that. But I liked Animal Crossing on 3DS. And then the direction they went with this one is the complete opposite direction I would have wanted them to go in. That's okay. You know, like, like oh, exactly. I don't fa- I don't fault them or hate them for it or anything like that. It's just it took me all of one day and I was like, oh no, <laughs> this is not the Animal Crossing for me. Sorry. You could just you could just join Sean Capri with uh, Dragon Quest Builders too, because oh. <laughs> that's what, that's what he had to resort to. Yeah. The question I have highlighted: Did we answer that last week? It sounds familiar. No. Uh, so Grouchy wanted to know if we have any excitement about the arcade NFL game. So he asked me this on Twitter and I was like, wait a minute, did I? It was funny because he asked me the he asked me this question the day that uh, 2K WWE whatever was announced. And I was yes. like, wait a minute, did I miss one? But it's but I didn't. What he was talking about, there was there was a press release 
uh, a couple months ago, March, I think. I remember that. Yeah, yeah that two K was going to start making an NFL game again, and right. that it was not. It had to be non simulation, right? It's arcadey. So yeah. you start thinking of like Madden Arcade or like mm-hmm. NFL Backyard or Street yes. things like that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, are we excited about it? Yeah, I am. Sure, because we need an be NFL game on Switch. It doesn't make any sense that we don't have one. None mm-hmm. makes zero sense. Um, you know, I was playing a like retro bowl mania or something like that on my iPad, hands down the best, better football game, anything that's on switch. And that's sad. Um, yeah, that's, that's, cool. that's real sad. We got Tecmo Bowl on the NES online. What else could you need? I mean, uh, turbo football heroes. Like that game is great. It'd be better if it had an NFL license. It would be mm-hmm. even better. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for what 2k has, but when I think we talked about it, when this story came out, then and I think I said, based off of what I was reading, I was thinking mobile. It sounded very maybe mobile-ish. So I didn't want to get my hopes mm-hmm. up that Switch was on the docket, right? Like I was like, okay, they're going to start making a mobile game. Maybe it comes to Switch. But maybe we'll see. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm, I'm misplaced here. Maybe they will actually make a console arcade game. But uh, I love arcade sports games, NBA Jam, things like that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all for it if they can do it. I would even cool. think like – the Wii Madden games, they were kind of arcadey. They were cartoony and they were a little bit easier. You know, they didn't have so many formations, a little more simplified. I kind of like that too. Or like if uh, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people when this game came out, people were thinking Blitz. Like if Blitz came back, I think that might be a little too arcadey for me. I don't know if I want Blitz again. Like I, if, right. I tried replaying Blitz like on my 64. I was like, man, <laughs> this is kind of a mess. It's rough. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they'll they would clean it up though. But something like it for sure. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think of Mario Strikers. I'm never a FIFA fan, never a soccer fan, but man, do I love Mario Strikers a lot. And yeah. I, maybe a Mario football game would be cool. But I know I understand if you want the NFL license, um, an arcade game that would be super cool, super yep. exciting to do. Kyle Hugs bringing up hockey games. Where are the hockey games? Eh, where Everybody are the sports games? Sports games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when everybody's stuck inside. Like, exactly. I really just like to play. What was that? Be active. I would play a hockey game. NHL '94. Yeah, I would do yeah. it. I wouldn't play any cool. of the new ones, but I would play an old one. NHL '94 was the bomb. The game was mm. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that'll do it for us this week here in the Nintendo Shack. Thank you all for checking out any of the live show, the podcast, all that. Follow us on Twitter at Shack Life. Check out the Patreon, Patreon.com/psvg. Anything else from the crew? I think I'm good. All right. That'll do it for us. Good night, Coopers. Bye-bye.